Hello, my name is Claire and you are listening to the Hypno Birthing Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Firstly, a huge thank you to all of you. The podcast has now had a hundred thousand downloads, which feels like a really huge milestone. I don't I don't know whether it is, but it feels like it is in my mind. For me, it is anyway. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and for being such lovely, loyal listeners as well. I'm actually going to plan a little something to celebrate, but I'm going to tie it in with the podcast's first birthday, which is at the start of June. So keep your ears and eyes peeled. And I will be doing something to kind of celebrate turning one and also uh, the fact that it has achieved this really amazing milestone. But huge thank you. I also just get so many lovely messages from listeners who love it and feel like it's helped them. Um, And I also get a lot of really nice messages from listeners who have had their babies and want to say thank you to me, which is just mind blowing because being a hypnobirthing teacher, that is definitely one of the, the major pros of teaching is that I get to hear so many lovely birth stories and hear how hypnobirthing has completely transformed uh, this person's birth. So it's amazing to hear that. But to hear that from people who I haven't actually taught, but that have listened to the podcast is honestly like, it's just really, really overwhelming and incredible. So thank you so much for anyone that has got in contact and for anyone that is listening and hasn't had their baby yet, you know, please do feel free to share your story with me once your baby's here. I would love to know and I I love to share stories on my Instagram account because I think it's really beneficial for other pregnant people to see such positivity around birth. So please do get in touch if you would like to share your story with me because I would love to hear it. Today's episode is all about your birth bag. (laughs) So why is it important? What you actually need to pack? and when you should start thinking about packing it. So, what is a birth bag? Well, simply it is the bag you pack to take to hospital with you or to have at home with you if you are planning a home birth. It's also usually called a hospital bag for obvious reasons. Um, But I think if we go back and think about language and how language can really affect your birth and it can really affect affect your mind the reason I think it's better to call it a birth bag and not a hospital bag is just to try and kind of neutralize the language as much as possible and it also means that the term birth bag can be universal so you can use it if you're planning a home birth when I plan my home births I had a bag and I referred to it as my just in case bag but thinking about it that is kind of negative um, because you're sort of packing it thinking oh this is just in case I go to hospital but the reality is is that everybody needs a birth bag no matter where you're giving birth because it holds all of the things that you need for your baby and for yourself while you're in labor and also just as soon as your baby's been born. So no matter where you plan to give birth, you will need to pack a birth bag. In terms of when to pack your birth bag, I would definitely suggest perhaps from around 
34, 35 weeks would be a good time to just have everything in one place just in case you need it. And then having it done that early as well just then takes a bit of pressure and stress away from you as well. So you can kind of get all of that stuff done before that time and then you just have those last remaining weeks to not have to worry about packing a bag, not have to worry about what happens if I go into labor now, I don't have anything packed. You can just relax, chill out, and increase your lovely levels of oxytocin. So what do you need to pack in it? Well, you want to have enough things to cover you for a few days in hospital, if you need to be in hospital, but also if you're at home, things you will need immediately that, you know, that can still benefit you no matter if you are having to stay in hospital for a few days, or if you're at home following the birth for a few days, you still, it would still be really handy to have everything in one place so that you don't have to run around and rummage trying to find things. Also remember though, even if you're in hospital and also at home, people can bring you things if you run low. So don't go overboard with what you pack. Almost everyone I know, myself included, has overpacked their birth bag and not used half of the things in it. So just bear that in mind that worst case and you run out of something someone can always go and grab you something and bring it to you. It is not the end of the world. You will need to also pack things for you, things for your baby, and then things for your birth partner as well. So one thing that I often recommend doing is having a bag with your baby's things in and your things all together, and then having a separate smaller kind of birth partner bag with just little bits in it for your birth partner that they can kind of take charge of and take control of. Okay, so let's talk through some of the things that you might need. So really, really importantly, hospital notes. So your maternity notes, basically, you need to have these near you at all times basically you know when you get to the end of your pregnancy anyway it's always advised that you carry them with you wherever you go anyway because if anything happened and you went into labor it's just a lot easier to have your notes with you so that everybody knows kind of what is happening um so keep those with you and um kind of near you so that if you go into labor it's it's okay your birth preferences. So you want to have a few different copies of your birth preferences. Have one in your bag, perhaps have one in your partner's bag, have one with your maternity notes, have a digital copy on your phone. Just have a few different versions in case you have a changeover of a caregiver and they need to kind of access them but don't have them. So um, please just keep a few copies. I've actually done an episode on birth preferences and I'm sure I probably said that same thing in the episode but if you want more of an idea of what to write in your birth preferences then there is an episode on that as well. Perhaps you could take your hypnobirthing book with you. So if you've been reading a hypnobirthing book might just be beneficial to take that with you um, in your birth bag. Have your relaxation mp3s or any kind of relaxing music you've been practicing to have all of that on your phone um, and keep that with you also pack some headphones so that you can either use those in a hospital or if you're at home and you want to have headphones so that you can listen to the scripts or you can listen to your relaxing music you want to have some pajamas for you as well something that you can put on after you've had your baby Um, You want to have a think about what you might want to wear while you're in labor. 
Um, So whether that's a kind of really large oversized t-shirt, whether it's like a nighty, you can get special birthing clothes um, that some companies make, depends how you kind of want to do it. But um, I remember with both of mine, I think I just bought like a a cheap um, button down shirt, like I think it maybe was a nighty. I'm not sure, but it was like a shirt style one. So it had buttons all the way down because then I thought afterwards for skin to skin, it's really easy to open and um, for like breastfeeding and stuff, it's easy to like easy access basically. So I thought that was quite a good idea. Also, if you are planning on being in water, you just might want to think about the sort of thing you would want to wear in a birth pool. Um, So you might want to have a bikini or a bikini top or a vest top to be honest I had some things I'm thinking for my first birth I did definitely plan what I wanted to wear in the birth pool and then at the time I didn't get it's really funny because I was like in the run-up I was like oh I'm not going to be naked I'm going to definitely be covered up but at the time, I just, that's what felt good. Like, I just needed no clothes on. I didn't want any clothes on me. So I was completely naked pretty much the whole time in the birth pool. And I did not care. Um, so definitely plan something. But you might find yourself in a sim- similar position where you maybe just don't care that much. I mean, midwives have seen everything. So I wouldn't worry too much. Pack some snacks. So energy, energy kind of snacks, you can get like little jelly beans or jelly babies, or you can get the energy tablets, pack things like that, pack cereal bars, bananas, um, things that are going to give you energy um, because you really need to keep your energy level up during birth as well. Also pack water, pack energy drinks. So Lucasade is a really, really good thing to pack. You can get the flat Lucasade. So not the fizzy one, the flat one. Um, I would definitely pack the flat one. You probably don't want to be dealing with fizzy drinks while you're in labor. And they are going to be really good just for giving you that energy as well. Straws. So um, paper straws to take with you so that you can stick those in your drink because it's just a lot easier to sip obviously through a straw than it is to be guzzling um, the kind of bottle back. So it just is much easier for you to be able to take those drinks. Maybe a dressing gown if you might want that for after you've had your baby. Um, You want to take some slippers or some socks if you're in hospital particularly and you're walking around, you will want most probably slippers on um, or just some really nice comfy non-slip socks. Take your mobile phone and really importantly, a charger So you want to have a charger in that bag ready so that you don't run out of battery on your phone. Um, Also, maybe a laptop or a tablet. You can download funny films or funny TV shows to them so that you can watch those during labor if you need to. Maybe a magazine or a book in case you find yourself in hospital afterwards for a day or two, then that will give you something to to do as well as obviously you have a newborn. So um, that will keep you very occupied essential oils so if you've been using essential oils during your practice and during your pregnancy so for example lavender make sure you take those with you to hospital or you have them with you at home for your birth so that you can use them during your birth because they will be a really great trigger for you to help you relax during your birth your pillow so this is a really good one for being in hospital not to criticize the wonderful nhs that we have but their pillows are shocking 
they are so thin. So take a pillow with you because you will be so thankful to yourself that you have got your own nice cozy pillow that smells like home. When I had my first daughter, we had not been planning to go into hospital. So although I had made a birth bag, I hadn't packed a pillow because that seemed maybe a bit much for not planning on being in hospital. But when I ended up in hospital, the pillow was so awful. And luckily, my my sister-in-law, her, her mum works in the hospital. So when they came to visit, she went off and found her mum and got a pillow from her mum, which is a bit cheeky. But So I had two pillows, but that was obviously very um, special circumstances. And if that hadn't have happened, then I would have just been left with one sad little pillow, which was really, really, really thin. Uh, birthing ball. So if you're at home you've got your birthing ball. Most hospitals have birthing balls, to be honest, and you probably don't want to pack one, but just check with your hospital beforehand to check they have them. So for after you've given birth, you will want definitely some maternity pads. So we bleed after we give birth, um, and it's just kind of everything from your uterus sort of emptying itself out. It's like quite a heavy period that lasts for a couple of weeks after you've given birth so you definitely want some maternity pads and they sell specific maternity pads which are really really thick so get a couple of packs of those um, and keep those in your hospital bag lots of big comfy cotton underwear um so just get like really big pants basically so like m&s or somewhere like that will be really great for just really comfortable underwear You want to have a couple of nursing bras um, with you as well because you might be a little bit um, kind of engorged and things like that after a couple of days. So it's handy to have proper nursing bras that don't have like underwire and things like that that are going to just be really uncomfortable. Breast pads. So whether or not you are planning on breast or chest feeding, you will want to pack some breast pads because if you are planning on breast or chest feeding, then you want them because your um when your milk comes in your breasts might leak milk a little but it's the same for if you're even if you're not planning on it then um, your breasts will still leak uh, milk so you will want to have some breast pads nipple cream again for if you're planning on breast or chest feeding then that's really handy to have for sore nipples toiletries you could buy the little mini bottles of shampoo conditioner um, you know, you want things like that. You want a hairbrush, you want hairbands. Vaseline for your lips is a really good one because gas and air and things like that can make your lips really, really dry. So take some Vaseline with you. Towels, if you want some nice towels to have in the hospital. Also some clothes for wearing home. Um, so just comfy clothes for wearing home, like leggings or something um, and a nice big top. Um, just basically something comfortable. So for birth partner, they will want to also have their phone with them and a charger as well for themselves. Perhaps a camera. I mean, most phones have cameras now, but if you have a particularly fancy camera and you want to get some nice shots, then take that with you. They will also want to take some toiletries for themselves. Um, Just because if you're in hospital, you might not know how long you're going to be there for. So it will be handy for them to have some things with them too, like deodorant, things like that snacks for them because you don't want them eating your snacks Uh, drinks for them as well 
book if they want to read a book or a tablet laptop same as you if they are planning on getting in the birthing pool with you then they will want to pack some swimwear with them so that they can also get in the pool now for the baby the most important person well no not really you're very important as well nappies so very important to pack nappies now Apparently, you want to allow for 12 nappies a day. That sounds terrifying, like a lot of nappies. But, you know, it's better to overestimate the amount of nappies that you're going to need than underestimate. So 12 a day. So I don't know, I mean, perhaps pack for like a few days, which would maybe be worst case scenario. Um, And then hopefully you would be home long before then anyway. But just remember that you can send a birth partner out or send somebody out to go and get you nappies if you run out you want to take sort of two or three sleep suits with you so something they're going to be really nice and comfy in also two or three vests as well so it doesn't really matter what time of year they're born babies need to be warm so take some vests with you as well take some muslin squares Um, these are just so handy for when you have a baby they just do everything basically you know you can wrap them in them you can wipe their faces you can put them over yourself if you're breast or chest feeding you can do everything with them um so take some of those some socks um for the baby something to wear for going home if you want them to wear a particularly fancy outfit then you can take that with you if not then just a separate outfit for going home um, if your baby's born in the winter then definitely a jacket or a snowsuit a hat um, for them as well also a kind of cellular blanket so that's the sort of blanket that you get that's got lots of holes in it so um, they're really really handy take that with you also really importantly car seat Uh, so babies need to have a car seat with them before they leave hospital so um, make sure you have a car seat and you know how to strap them into it before so practice on a doll or a teddy or something like that also if you are planning on using baby wipes to wipe your baby's bottom then you want to make sure you've got some baby wipes packed and lastly some change for the car park at the hospital Um, you just don't want to be stressing about whether you have any loose change anywhere when you get to the hospital a lot of car parks in hospitals now are the ones where you pay afterwards which in my opinion is a lot less stressful and a lot easier Um, and you can also pay by card and most probably on your phone now but it's just useful to have some spare change perhaps put it in the front one of the front pockets of your birth bag and just have it there in case you need it for anything you know you might want to buy something from one of the shops or something like that so it's just useful to have So yeah, that's kind of it in a nutshell of things you need in your birth bag. Don't worry if you have kind of missed all of that. Don't, you don't need to go back and listen to it to write it all down again. I'm actually going to put a downloadable uh, guide on my website. So I will put a link to that in the show notes. Um, So you can just go and download that and have a little look at it and pack what you fancy from what I've just said. But a lot of what I've said is I think things that are necessary and that you are most likely going to use as I said, a lot of people overpack. So, you know, just be mindful of what they might actually need. And also the fact that you can pop out and get things if needed, but you just kind of need the basics really for the baby as soon as they're born. So I hope you've enjoyed that. That's the end of another episode. I hope it's been helpful and given you some ideas of what you might need 
if you're kind of driving around in the weeks leading up to your to your due date then I would definitely advise keeping your birth bag in your car so that it's kind of with you or near you at all times and um, as I said if it's at home if you're planning a home birth then definitely still do one um, to have at home just in case as well. I will be back in two weeks time with a new episode so I will speak to you then. Goodbye.